This is a content warning. All episodes of Mysteries Unknown may include foul language, fantasy violence, blood and gore, and worst thing of all, sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. So, there's no negatives, but you're still not going to be able to use your Mythos theme for this with the myth still around right now. I forgot about that part. <laughs> um, okay. Doesn't mean you can't still try to pull something free or, like, yeah, do some like, sort of destructive to her. Just like means you can't, like, crush her, crush her. <laughs> yeah, like, how locked down am I? Like... When you say, like, I'm locked in place, is it like... like... you can, like, move your fingers, your toes, your head, but it's like, you like you can't just, like, you can't, like, walk forward or anything. Like, you're, like, frozen in... Like, you're free... You're, like, frozen to the ground kind of sense. Okay, but I can, like, still speak, right? Yeah, you can speak. Awesome. Perfect. Here we go. <laughs> um, I'm going to... I'm going to see if I can break Marcus out first. So I'm okay. going to... Like, I'm going to try to uh, talk to Marcus. I'm going to like try to shout out to him, right? I'm like, uh, see if I can say some inspiring words to him to sort of bring him I back to reality. All eyes clear, heart can't lose. Uh, right? <laughs> um, what? And, and this is a take the risk, right? Yes, I'm making this a take the risk. Okay, I'm going to use... Well-intentioned dude. Okay. Um, can I use the tea gossip here? What? Well, what are you trying to do with that? Okay. This is going to be great. I will say that um, I've heard talks amongst like the guys on the, on the swim team that Mia is like super into um like super super into uh marcus and like i'm trying to just like dig through everything right i'm like yo you know you're a really cool guy and like don't listen I'm to me man me on this yeah like, i'm just like you have, you have so much, forever. yeah like you have so much to fight for like you know cody's depending on us i'm depending on you mia is depending or mean Minka? mina mina i mina. think mina is depending on you and like you know I, i'm trying to like bring him back you know I, I can't like move but i'm like using my voice right okay so just those two tags then or I don't think get special treatment works here. Right? No. Okay, yeah, so it's just two. If you want, you can use commitment and dedication again, too. I'll allow that. Really? Okay, I will take it. I it's will take that. Different, I'm considering this a different scene because you broke out one scene into another scene, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think any weaknesses apply here because I was yeah. willing to like, use one. But, okay, cool. Plus three. No way. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's so, a six. okay. So, okay. Here's how I'm going to run this. So you yell out, and immediately the bellbot is like right in front of you with a hand around your throat. Naturally, and it is. It's. I just realized what I'm doing here. It's going to start choking you again. <laughs> yes. 
I get a plus one. <laughs> but I will say, Marcus, you're like in your scene, and you hear Aiden's voice call out to you. And I'm gonna say for this next roll, if you want to roll, take the risk again. You're not gonna have any negatives, as you just feel like part of your body come back under your control. Okay, so once again, we're going sleight of hand because we're in this like weird genjutsu bullshit to put the sword up and then draw the wooden blade. Okay, so was uh, that yeah, two, two total or plus two? Yep. Go ahead. Oh my! There it is. Oh there it God. is. So you, again, are trying to put your sword away, and it is not working at all. You just feel Miramasu, like, actually, what's going to happen is you feel as Miramasu takes control of your body, and you feel as the sword is now being pointed at your chest. But it's not doing anything, but it's just being held there, the blade almost touching your chest. All right, coming back to Cody now. Um, oh boy. Yeah. So, are you are you just standing there, or did you fall to the floor crying, or what's going on right now? Uh, she was on her knees crying. Um, but I'll say you also hear as Aiden was calling out to Marcus. You hear that too. This is the darkest timeline. All right. So hearing that, she definitely knows that they're in danger. Um. I think in realizing that there's something going on and knowing that her friends are in danger, uh, she's going to kind of buck up and shake her head and say, I need to make this right. And so once again, Mark's the, you're not because of Aiden's work, hearing Aiden's voice, you're not going to have a negative tag. Yeah, for, for flavor, she's definitely going to kind of grab one of the shards of glass and probably try to, like, quote, attack the nightmare. <laughs> like like in the movies, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just kind of hoping for the BS. Actually, no. I'd say she's probably gained a little bit of confidence trying to want to make this better for her friends. I'll allow that for this one, yes. She wants to make it right again. I would even say now's a good time to probably like burn it. You know what? You're actually probably right. I'll burn my confidence. Uh, yeah, I'll burn confidence. So you just feel this stroke of confidence just overtake you as you grab this shard. And I almost want to say, like, just flavor wise, like you feel it, like, as you grip on it, like it cuts you just a little bit. And yeah. you just feel blood. And you just charge at the nightmare bell about. And she lunges at you to meet you. But as you crush into her, she too shatters like a mirror. And you fall to the floor free of the of the bellbots of the of the ballerina's control. <laughs> Shaky. And yeah, and and as you try to get yourself, you see to one side Aiden getting choked out, getting choked by the bellbot. The other one, you see uh Marcus with Muramasu out holding it to his chest. Well then, hmm, this is problematic. And I'll say, um, at this time you did this because you burned it, the mist that was around you scatters away, so you feel as your mythos comes back for this moment. Um, what's around her? Um, this is got- a typical lab room, right? Yeah, but I'll say, though, this lab is completely filled with mist except for the area you're in now, so if you try to go out anywhere, you're not going to be able to use your mythos again. Yeah. So... But yeah, Mark, you 
I'm guessing. No, I'm just Aiden... trying to think of reflection. <laughs> I don't think there's What's... much in here. What what sound is coming from Aiden as he get, as he's getting choked? He's... Harder. <laughs> <laughs> he's like um he's he's obviously like choking, but he's like kind of like laughing, like kind of giggling, <laughs> like just underneath. So. Yeah, because this one's this is awkward. He says. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh no, guys. An anime like oh my god on the side. <laughs> It's like, help me. Not now, but help me. Not yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, like, help me, you know. <laughs> yeah, Remember like, how I, I mentioned that this was definitely a party? I'm loving it right now. <laughs> like, like, I told you it was a party. <laughs> and you just um, feel like, like Aiden, you just feel as her grip gets tighter, tighter around your throat. Kind of like one of those like mechanical things that just <laughs> tighten around something. You just hear, you just feel, and it just slowly starts like tight. Almost like, um, like if you have one of those uh, blood pressure bags around yes, your throat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Well, sick. Um, she is going to. Marcus is the only one still stuck in a daze. She doesn't fully know that yet, but Marcus yeah, is also I, the I, only one with a fucking sword <laughs> to his chest. Yeah, I'm okay. Like I, I, I think <laughs> I'll say like in character that like I'm okay. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> so. Her. Do you run? So you go over to Marcus. Do you? She's grab gonna him? just grab the sword and try to pull it away. So I know. I'll say as soon as you grab the blade of Muramasu, Marcus, you instantly she appears immediately in your uh, dream state that you're in. As you see her trying, her hands wrapped around this blade, trying to pull it away from you, and it's like making her bleed even stop, more. Stop. Her hands. <laughs> Her her face is still like streaked with tears. It does not look good on her. <laughs> or oh, no, you, who knows? <laughs> you see Muramas Yeah, you see like Muramasa's was a Muramasa was about ready to like plunge this sword in you right before Cody grabbed it. And so that was like she's fighting against the control of Muramasu. Trying to keep it. She's holding the sword and her arm her hands just bleeding. And I'll say if you want to roll. Uh, take the risk again, you can, but there's no, again, All no right. negatives. Seeing Cody, like, grab this, like, sword to grab and seeing her hand start to bleed, Marcus is like, oh, no, this ain't happening. So, I'm going to burn sleight of hand, because fuck my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, again, I'm still going with wooden sword, because I need to defend myself, because I'm still, like, in a daze. I'm going to need you to also take a fade on the, wait, yeah, it's a fade on your mirror monster theme for doing right. this. Nice progress as how do you how do you get gain back control your not only just control of your body but escape from this little dream state as well uh as for gaining control of my body i'm burning my like sleight of hand i just but can't yeah, i mean narratively what does this look yeah, like as you begin um i imagine like he feels like his mythos of yoshimitsu like kind of come into him and you even, Cody, because you're close enough to him, you kind of hear Marcus's voice, like, shift a bit. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. Awkward. And then all you hear is, like, quiet yourself, for I'm your master. And you see him just, like, pull the sword away. He, like, spins it. He's all, like, dramatic and shit. Yoshimi's a very dramatic character. He spins it and, like, resheaths yeah. it. And then, like, immediately just pulls out the wooden sword. And I'll say, as soon as you resheath it, you are now back in the lab. The mist that was around you also disperses away from you as you feel the mythos come back to you for this moment as well. And you are there with Cody in the lab. And you look up, you see Aiden getting still choked out as he's starting to kind of change colors a little bit there. Yeah, I'm purple, but I still have a smile on my face. 
So yeah, Cody, Marcus, you've gotten out of this. Uh, Aiden's probably just Aiden's just getting choked out now by Bellbot. Yeah, What's I'm still on? like in danger. You know. Yeah, uh, Cody's got kind of like look at her hands, but say Aiden needs help. Just like choked right. slightly. Because there's still mist around me, or else I would try to like, you know, push this thing off. Well, the mist is also like leaking out of the of the bellbot as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's near me, so like I'm fully suppressed. Yeah. So upon seeing that, Marcus will like, all right, I've had enough. He would like pull. He would like re, or he would put the wooden sword back up. He would redraw Muramasa now that he's like back to himself. And Muramasu is, you don't hear anything from Muramasu this time. It is complete, you are completely in control of this sword. And to avoid the mist, but also still murder this fucking robot, I'm going to <laughs> get Pogo to assert dominance. Oh, here we go. We're so you, yeah, no, we're doing this. We're going all in. Full T-pose, feet up on the sword. Pogo like mode, activate. Full T-pose. Assert dominance. Of you know, so Marcus, like, jumps up onto the sword, and the, I'm assuming this is a go to so... What? Yeah, this is okay. So, yeah, no, we have... So, we have control of the sword, we have self-healing, we have cut anything, we have stilts. <laughs> He's like, I am That's 26 plus 4. Watch me get snake eyes. I will cry. Repeat those Control the sword really quick. Stilts. Cut anything. Self healing. Well, this is a robot. It's not going to have blood. How are you going to heal yourself? Yeah, it wouldn't be absorption. So, okay, 2d6 plus 3. Okay, yes, go ahead. Kill it with fire. Metaphorical fire. Mark, what did I just. No shot. Are you kidding me right now? There's no shot. No, here's what happens is <laughs> no way. You get in your stilt mode to activate, you charge however you do at the bellbot, but I'll say as you charge it, she sees you coming, lets go of Aiden, and just hops away from you. So Aiden is now released from Bellbot. Oh, and I kinda just like oh. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so you heard me. Great. We have to go. I, I, I'm right with you. Let's get out of here. And I, um, try to get up and, like, try to hightail it. Yeah, she, you all turn to look at this bellbot, and all of a sudden wires are sprouting from her. Her face, her, her, the front of her face opens, reveal this just messed up looking. It's like, you're not going anywhere! Oh, no, oh, Mark, he's in into winning now. Okay, so, um, what is the, uh, like, what's the state of, like, the mist right now? Or is the mist anywhere near us? Can we still um, use our abilities now? Or? So, I'll say the three of you together right now, there's no mist, like, in, like, around you all to affect you, but there's still, like, mist around in the lab. So, if you, but it's, it's only in this lab room. It's not, like, outside. So, if you were to, like, run out there, you would be, like, away from the mist. There's no mist in the, in, like, the entire level. Okay. But the problem is the elevator got powered down too, so. And this is the basement level, right? Yes. Yeah. Shit. So there's not even like, there's no windows. It's just all ceiling and a wall. Um, okay. I have an idea. Aiden. It's, yeah. You hear a voice in the back of your head that says, stop holding back. No, wait, it's almost like there's a roll for that. 
Weird, right? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, I think now is probably a, a, a good moment. All right, I am making this a. So the curse it came back in full fucking fours. Let me just say that now. Like it was like, oh no, you thought you escaped me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is probably a bad time to use a stopology back move. Nah, do it. The curse is in effect, but stop holding back it. doesn't have a roll. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Your roll plus how many logo themes you have. I'm trying to decide how the level of it. I'll just go ahead. And I'll leave it as significant. So. Okay, on a 7 to 9, mark fade and crack and burn all the power tags on one theme. On a 10 plus, mark fade and crack on one. Actually, I always want to make it no return because I feel like now that he's like unleashing like more of his power out, he's got a good chance he could lose part of himself to this through this one action. I feel like that kind of fits because like the dream sequence kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, now it's like coming back where it's just like, are you going to like hold back or are you going to like, you know? I like that. <laughs> so, narratively wise, no return fits better. So, yeah, on 739. I'm scared, but like, I, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, so if you even on, on a mixed success, you will lose a theme. This is scaly. Guys. So, you roll plus three because it's how many logo themes you have added to it. If it makes you feel any better, I think I'm going to end up breaking one of my cards anyway, so that's fine. We can break cards together. Yay! It's an 11. So, let me see. So, on a 10+, plus, you mark Fate Crack on one theme and burn all the tags on that. So, what are you marking and burning? Um, you know what, actually? I am marking and burning Going Pro. Because, like, the more that I sort of dig into this, like, mist stuff and, uh, you know, what this mist does to people, like, going, like, pro in, like, like water polo seems, like, very... It's, like, slowly dropping in, like, ranks of importance. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, that, that's basically why. All right. So you do this. You just let go. Yeah. And like I dig deep into, uh, you know, I sort of like call back to when I was like in the water and like, you know, I was speaking to whatever uh, uh, Lovecrafty God was at the bottom of the ocean. And like, yeah, I'm digging into my ability. Um, are you wearing a short sleeve shirt or a long sleeve shirt? Uh, short sleeve, yeah. And is your jacket on or no? My jacket's actually off. Um, so as you do this, you see, like it's you see like these tattoo form on your arms and move, and they look like te- octopus tentacles. Just suddenly appear on your arms. Your eyes change and glow a deep yet bright yellow. As you are in complete control. How do you just obliterate this robot? Um, so, 
That's actually pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Uh, so <laughs> what, I know what that looks like from a third party. We're just like, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like um, these eyes are glowing so brightly, it's like lighting up the room. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yeah, actually though. Uh, but like, I sort of, you can sort of feel like the pressure in the room, right? Uh, you can feel it shift, but from your like your perspectives, like Cody and Marcus. It doesn't feel like it's suppressing you, right? Where it would feel as though, like, you know, something is crushing you. You sort of feel like you're waiting in water. You know what I mean? Like, you almost feel like you're about to float, you know? Um, you're still grounded, but, like, just something, like, about the weight of the room feels lighter. Uh, meanwhile, in, like, you can see that, like, I'm sort of, like, holding my hand out. Like, sort of in, like, a Magneto sort of pose, if you can just imagine that. And you can see in the area where the Bellbot is, you could almost see, like, the light bend to, like, you know, obscure, like, the shapes of, like, the walls and the floor and the light fixtures. And you can see parts of the bot sort of just, like, crush and just sort of bend and contort until it just sort of compresses into and you can see like the floor like parts of the lab floor like just almost implode in like this small area and it just sort of crushes it into like a a heap of metal and you can sort of see like um like mist sort of smoking out of the heap but yeah, this thing just got crushed, and everything in that sort of surrounding area, whether it be, like, the walls, the ceiling, whatever, there's just, like, this little mini area of just pressure implosion, you know? And, yeah, I just completely crush it like a tin can, you know? And, I, and I'm kind of, like, floating there, you know? Like, I'm, like, levitating a little bit. And, yeah. You just hear the robot going like, danger, 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 and it's just like sparking you, shorting out as you are just doing this and just crushing it down like a freaking metal cube at a dump, at a dump yeah. place. Yeah, just like, just condensing it to pure scrap, like, easily too. Like, well, there's obviously some resistance, right? But like, yeah, it's, there's no out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, you just finish off this robot. You lower back down to the ground. And yeah. the, the tentacle tattoos on your arm recede back. And to what is, what is now on your body, the up, on the upper center of your back, what looks like an octopus tattoo. You can't see it now, but like that's it. where it is. As someone with tattoos, you cheated through a lot of pain, you jerk. <laughs> and that's yeah. where we're going to end this session for today. Is right at the end of that. Ooh, that's awesome. <gasps> that was scary. Oh, wow. <laughs> that took the big turn, for sure. We all fail rolled. <laughs> that's just, like, not but but the most important part. Marcus has finally joined us in the Snake Eyes Brigade. Yes, that's true. You did roll the Snake Eyes. <laughs> Wait, Twice! He in a row. Twice! Yeah. <laughs> he had to make up for lost time, okay? That is true. You actually roll. Wait, I rolled two Snake Eyes, right? Or just one? 
Me and you were tied at the moment. Yeah, we all rolled it. Let me see. No, that was last week. Yeah, no. Yeah, Aiden Aiden's got two snake guys. Cody's only had one. Marcus got two in a row. Yeah, he, you just had to catch up. That's all. Excited, but you know, Marcus over here asserting dominance had to roll two in a row to make himself better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, you guys only roll one snake eyes? Please, rookie numbers. Okay, try two in a row in one session. <laughs> right. Okay. All right then. Geek out during the credits moment now. Once again, there are three questions. How's the Guru Crone this session? What characters had the most meaningful interaction with your characters this session? And which of those and which of your themes is under the most strain? If it collapses, what new aspect will show up in its place? Let's start with Aiden. <laughs> Perfect. After that just happened. Yeah. Um you know what? I'll say that the group has grown by uh sort of We've looked inward, like, many times at this point, right? But I feel as though, like, this is one of the first times where we've all seen each other at our absolute lowest. You know what I mean? And we sort of helped each other out of it. And I think that just makes us a little bit closer as, like, not just, like, a, like a team, but, like, as a friend group. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And... The most meaningful interaction, I'd actually say, is Cody through that, uh, through the flashback when I was having like my first little breakdown in like the basketball gym, and like you know she put her hand on me and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I didn't, I wasn't crying, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm not crying. Good. You're crying. Yeah, I'm not crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just raining indoors. And obviously, which one of my themes is under the most strain? Uh, I'll say, obviously, my going pro theme. Pretty much, it's kind of becoming less and less important. Like, for the past couple of days, like, for the entire weekend, usually Aiden is a very, like, disciplined person. Like, he'll be, like, you know, running laps around the track. Uh, you know, he definitely ha- wouldn't be eating as much as he has been, but because he had, like, you know, Cody's chef, he can, like, eat as much as he wants, right? So he's kind of been having, like, cheat days for the past, like, weekend. And he's kind of been, like, knocked off of his, like, training course. So, yeah, he's kind of thinking about going pro less and less and more so, like, how could he um, potentially use these abilities for good? You know? All right. Alex loves him. He's not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the chef loves me. Alex like, is gonna be like, "You're living here now, right?" <laughs> I absolutely. I didn't even mean to do it, but then when he broke out and then failed the roll, and then I just said, "Like, I as soon as I like, I knew it right as soon as I said it." He said the robot starts choking him. I knew that was gonna yeah, no, be like, something. <laughs> it was funny because I'm just like, it, it. It has to be like an ongoing gig or gag. I think it's just like a gag. You say. <laughs> I get right exactly <laughs> again. I like the idea that I brought up when we were talking about when Cody and Marcus first discovered each other had their powers. That Chad was the one hitting on her. Yeah. Oh, no. That's why it's funny. It's like there's definitely some hidden animosity in Chad where he's mad that like Cody will actually willingly go up to Aiden and talk to him. 
and like yeah. actually and, like, laugh at Aiden's jokes and shit. Like <laughs> Aiden has no idea why Chad hates him, but like that's the reason why. That's why he's like he's not antagonistic against Chad. He's just like, ugh, it's it's Chad again. It's you again. Yeah, you know. All right, Marcus. As for how the uh, crew has grown, I would say we're getting better at operating as a unit. I mean, we had like some genuine unit cohesion until it all went fucking sideways. Mm-hmm. I think you may have already said that yeah. one for like a past one, though. So I don't know. Is that something that we can just keep using over and over again? Um, usually it's, it has to be something different than said before. So if somebody has mentioned that we're actually like a cohesive team, then it technically okay. counts as oh. twice. Yeah, so. I said that like just a while ago. <laughs> yeah. It's okay if it's not answerable. Yeah. If it's that's not the like case, then uh, I can't really think of anything. No, you don't technically have to answer any of them if you don't feel any of it applies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it in this case, it does. That's all I can really think of, but if I've said that, then it doesn't count, so we'll just... Yeah, but it is so true. Good. Like we, yeah. we definitely became. It is true. Uh, yeah, I agree. Help and hurt point. Cody gets the help point. Like she oh. literally gripped the sword. <laughs> <and> like... <laughs> yeah, no, Cody is MVP this game. I don't. Know, I feel like Cody. Honestly, MVP. it kind of subconsciously helps me move what card I want to move, so it works. And yeah. Actually, I didn't even think about this earlier, but definitely when Cody was gripping the sword, was definitely like sucking the blood out of her through her hands. <laughs> I didn't think about mentioning that till now, but definitely Cody was like feeling like blood loss happening. Yeah, like, that was she a was a move. Not gonna lie, considering like Aiden, which is supposed to be like the bigger guy, was like most of the time scared in this whole situation. Like, he was just like, "Should we be doing this? Should we?" Oh, uh, Cody was horrified. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. She just, you know, really good at pretending. Yeah, Cody gets the whole point on that one. Like, she gripped the sword. She came into his, like, fucking dream hallucination thing and was like, no, I'm getting you out of here. Which, of course, inspired him to, like, no, I gotta, all right, I gotta do this. As for theme on the most strained, it's actually Muramasa. He doesn't collapse. But Marcus is definitely, like, this fucking sword. Like, especially now because it was turned on him. He's like, it's going to be the fucking death of me. Yeah. He almost like realizes how dangerous that, like, you know, it could actually be. You're like, yo, this sword's actually going to fucking kill me. Like, it's your turn hell? to be its master as you shouted into the darkness in Cody's general direction, which was really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't completely go away. It doesn't fade all the way, but he's definitely like, he's looking. He already looked at it with a side eye, and now he's like, ah, oh, this, nope. <laughs> this was this bitch. the. Was this the first yep. fade on that theme yep, the for the mythos yep. from Armasa? Okay, yeah, it's def yeah, it's it's definitely like yeah, definitely gotta be watching that like, thing carefully. He now, will still almost, continue so. to use it because he's unsheathed and he understands like I can use this for good, but I have to be extremely careful when I do it. All right, and finally, Cody. Hello, um, I how do I pick a help point? Um, can I just give one to both? No. Um, hmm. You know what? I I gave a lot to Marcus, and that's not, like, my entire reason for picking Aiden for this one. Um, it would also be because, like, Aiden was the first one to, like, use the thought of her, the thought of her with Marcus in that situation to, like, actually do a good thing and break free of them and then, like, actively want to try and save them. Um, and then actively save them in the end, you know? Um, so I guess the interaction would be dream 
quote unquote um word flashback Cody because like the thought of him her to him wasn't a bad thing and that's that's this is a warm fuzzy. As far as cards under strain, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna end up tossing her personality card because uh I don't think that's really her core value anymore now that she's gone through uh the little nightmare that she went through. <laughs> I don't what think popularity is her main job. Um, if I'm not popular, then I'm a nobody. Oh. I don't think that's her core value anymore. Aw. Growth! Yeah, pretty much. Growth! And when it cracks, she's going to so end up with a... Uh, huh? no longer be embarrassed to be seen with Marcus. Yeah, pretty much, actually. That's, that's kind of precisely part of it. Um, but with that probably being tossed very shortly... Um, it's going to be a switch to adaptation to which she will be gaining Bloody Mary's blood magic. Do you want to take another crack in your theme after experiencing this? Um, it doesn't have, the personality doesn't have any. It would literally be me throwing it and saying that it's the end of the line for that card. Oh, because the idea. Oh, because I forget the other thing is like, the identity of her personality or you need it or not. not Yeah. She wants anymore. So it would be her personality being yeeted. Oh, I, I forgot about that mechanic. Yeah. I forgot yep. to say that uh, if going pro gets flipped, it'll be a, a conjuration um, theme. I love it. Yeah, I'll be able to, like... Because uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe I can, like, summon, like, Kraken Cthulhu tentacles, you know? Or, like, yeah. create other, like, undersea monstrosities. I mean, maybe. But, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking blood magic probably with a weakness to add along the lines of like maybe bloody tears to kind of go with the whole creep factor. But I think that'll end up being where that progresses to. But she she wants her friends around now. Oh, that would be so cool. I should have said like the tears were bloody coming down her face instead of just normal tears. Hey, we still can. It's fine. That's awesome. That <laughs> we absolutely really still awesome. can because uh that could be part like how it seeps through into the actual in-game story change. Ooh, I went somewhere with that one. That tapped into a lot of me doing pulling that out for the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> she already had some. I was just adding. That's fine. Good old trauma. Because like, what's worse too is like with the whole "you're gonna become him." It's like she played through all the times she ever fucking made fun of and like treated Aiden and Marcus like shit and she was like oh my god or maybe like even other students in the school like, I can see probably, it like, and I hate it over people you know what I mean yep. I use people to get something like it's like oh shit wait I can see it and I hate <laughs> it it's one of those weird things where in her attempt to try to do something right she becomes the thing she absolutely hated the most yep. stuff, not she realized that she doesn't need to <laughs> yeah she uh she doesn't want to be this bitchy thing anymore. She just wants the, to ends, be the ends don't always justify the means, you know? Yeah, no, she just wants to be their friend now. Oh, I forgot to bring back, um, as it, as the, it cuts to the end, there's a post credit scene that goes back to the person holding the tablet that was controlling the robot the entire time. As it saw Aiden crush it through like the robot's eyes before saying, connection lost. And we just see a, sm- a smile a pair of feminine lips and she says hmm, this will be interesting Ten- 
Um, uh, who is that? Probably Veronica. Oh, it has to be. Or uh, someone higher up, like... Maybe. It could be one of the lab ladies. Possibly. Someone who knows how, or someone who has access to, uh, like, the, like the files and... Yeah, that's why I'm thinking lab tech. Yeah. Maybe this William person has a partner or something, or... <laughs> Weirdly met a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> did anyone pick up on the name William F. Tome? Did anyone fi- understand nobody that one? Didn't. William F. Tome. William. And, I don't mind. Forgot. I was. I was trying to play off of William Afton from the yeah, game. Afton. The purple suit was supposed to be a getaway too because he's known as the purple guy in the FNAF games. Yeah, I caught all oh, that. Oh, 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 I, I, I had to play yeah, I was, was trying to, to I, was, name. I was trying to like change the name up so it wasn't too yeah. obvious at the start, but see, I haven't played the the FNAF game, so like you that... don't have to. The fucking disgusting culture behind it will let you know. <laughs> Wait, is it the bear? Yeah. The bear? Yeah, it's pretty fast bear. Okay. Yeah, the golden the golden bear head was another giveaway too, and the endoskeleton kind of, sort of, because that plays a role in the game as well. Oh, okay, um, yeah, no, I okay, now I kind of see it, like the bear. Yeah, Bell, Bell was just Ballora. Okay, yeah, okay, I see the theme now. That was a Sorry. good one. Daddy's, Daddy's crazy corrupt gift for his daughter, so. Yeah, like, I kind of knew there was a Fazbear thing going on when it was a high-tech ballerina. It's like, yep, of course. See, and I then, thought... You know, then the lullaby and Mar- um, Devil saying that, oh, that's Ballora. It's like, yep, okay. Like, I thought it, we were going to fight Veronica, right? Because I thought Veronica was the one that ripped all these, like, soldiers up. But I like, have! Like, okay. Like, I mean, who knows? She might have. We yeah. still don't have proof that that's not what happened. So, who knows? Yeah, that's <sighs> cool. I like that. Because, that, that, that like, actually, if you think about it, Ballora was asleep for X amount of years, so it wasn't her. That we don't. Wait, Wait a she... second. Wait, that's a huge, like, fact. I didn't even realize that. That's sick. And if it was like nine years, they would have already been decayed. So it yep. seemed like it was fresh. <laughs> okay, I'm bad podcasting, but the little gif that Devil posted in the group chat is just so wrong. It's, it's literally a move that Yoshimitsu has in the game. He can commit like fucking Hanakiri on himself. Like he can just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that is what he does. Like, th- this is why, like, Yoshimitsu has like a like a mythos is just like it's so chaotic. Like, chaotic, no, no, he's a very eccentric you know I mean? character. <laughs> he's like he's a ninja, but he's like a kabuki ninja, so he's all like. If anything happens to the uh, student council, you can always join the drama club. Yeah, like he's he's like a like a chaotic samurai ninja. You know what I mean, like. Like a fever dream. Like, I mean, that's what they refer to him as in the game. He's referred to as like the cyborg ninja who, like, or cyborg Robin Hood, because that's what he does. He's a very, like, just what the hell is going on character. Like, anytime in Tekken or Soul Calibur, when somebody meets Yoshimitsu, their immediate reaction is, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. And with that, it looks like this ballerina's dance has come to an end. What will be of our trio after facing this deep-seated trauma? Where is Veronica Chang in all of this chaos? And what exactly the hell was Helix Labs up to? Tune in next time on the next session of V.
is for going viral. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mysteries Unknown podcast. The background music you hear is from the official CMS soundtracks made by Son of Oak Studios. The content warning at the beginning was done by Ryan Bravo of Odd Loot. Any other characters and content mentioned on here belong to the rightful creators and owners. My name is Hunter the MC, and join me next time as we investigate the City of Mist.